All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Fairly Lame Podcast. As always, my name is Dom, and this is your home of good environmental news from all around the world. I hope every one of you are having an incredible day out there, and to hopefully make it that little bit better, um, sit back, relax, light up a candle, grab yourself a coffee or a tea, do whatever you have to do to, uh, yeah, just settle in and enjoy this week's dose of good environmental news. Uh, And as always, for a super quick rundown of the stories that we'll be having a look at this week, we'll start off learning about an apartment complex made out of shipping containers, then the lady that's teaching some critically endangered birds how and where to migrate, the conservation dogs that are protecting loggerhead turtles from poachers in Cape Verde, and then we'll finish up looking at the incredible visitor numbers of America's national parks. So to get straight into it, like I said, our first story is about an apartment complex that is made out of shipping containers that companies discarded because they couldn't be bothered to repair them. So the six-story building includes 18 one- and two-bedroom apartments that are honestly heaps nicer than I thought they'd be, especially as the two-bedroom ones actually have two levels with a living space and kitchen down below and shower and bedrooms up the top. The containers were discarded by shipping companies as after they get a few dents, they become too much of a hassle for them to repair, but that doesn't mean that they're dodgy as they're carefully inspected to make sure they're all still structurally sound. The construction of the complex was probably as straightforward as you would have guessed, as it just involves stacking all the containers and locking them in place the same way they're secured on boats, but for some extra peace of mind, they are also welded in some places. And one super important feature is that the building is actually designed to be able to move so that when the steel expands on a hot summer day, it doesn't cause any damage. The containers are sitting on a foundation made out of concrete culverts that are used for things like bike underpasses and drains, and in that space, there's actually enough room for some local shops and community areas. And for the cherry on top, the building also features its own rainwater collection system as well as solar panels on the roof and over the sidewalks with all of that energy powering those shops on the ground floor. And so now we're moving on to the next story, which is about an incredible team of conservationists who are reteaching endangered birds how and where to migrate to. So over 400 years ago, the northern bald ibis was hunted to extinction in Europe. However, thanks to a few isolated populations in Africa, conservationists have been able to establish a captive population of 1,600 individuals. The birds instinctively know that they have to fly somewhere for winter, but because they've been in captivity for generations, they just don't exactly know what direction or how far they need to go, and so that's why it's now up to their human mums to show them the way. So to do that, the team starts working with the chicks when they're just three days old with the aim of getting the birds to imprint on the human foster parents so that they'll go wherever the people go. Then after spending a year building that bond and getting them comfortable being around an ultralight, the family go out for the short flights to make sure everything's okay before making the 1000 kilometer journey around the Alps and down to Italy and Spain. In 2011, the first northern bald ibis successfully migrated to and from Italy all by itself, and last year, a solid group of 29 birds safely made the voyage. And that might not sound like massive numbers, but given that the species was completely wiped out on the continent and that there was no record of the migratory path, I reckon it's a pretty solid achievement. And now the goal is to establish a self-sustaining population of 500 birds that are able to make the journey every year. Now the next story on this week's episode is about a trio of turtle dogs who are helping protect turtle nests from poachers. The number of loggerhead turtles has declined by as much as 90% over the last 60 years, with the main threats being entanglement and hunting, and even though they are protected in places like Cape Verde, rampant poaching is making their recovery pretty much impossible. 
So to fight back, a group of conservationists have recruited three sniffer dogs to protect the females while they lay their eggs, as well as to stop poachers from digging up nests. During the breeding season, one of the dogs will patrol the beaches while the rest of the team use night vision drones and binoculars to monitor the area, and the second they spot anything suspicious, the dogs get to work hunting them down. The canines are able to pick up their scent from any gear the poachers have left behind, or even the vegetation that they were hiding in, but as it is a beach, finding them is a little easier as they can literally follow their footsteps. The handlers say that the dogs can track down the suspects for kilometres at a time and can still pick up their scent one week later, so there is pretty much no getting away. And as a result of the hunting ban and the incredible work these dogs are doing, the number of loggerhead turtle nests in Cape Verde has exploded from just 10,000 in 2015 to almost 200,000 in 2020. And finally, for the last story of this week's episode, I wanted to tell you guys that in 2023, 325 million people visited America's national parks. So the most popular park in 2023 was the iconic Great Smoky Mountains National Park in North Carolina and Tennessee, which drew in 13.3 million visitors. And taking a pretty substantial step down, but still impressive numbers, the second most visited park was the Grand Canyon with 4.7 million, followed by Zion at 4.6 million. And these areas aren't just popular, they also generate a heap of spending as according to the National Park Service, America's national parks return more than $10 in economic benefit for every $1 the American taxpayer invests. And to show you just how substantial that is, the number from this year hasn't been released yet, but in 2022, the park stimulated more than $50 billion in visitor spending and supported over 370,000 jobs. And one really interesting thing to watch over the next few years will be the emergence of dark sky parks, which are parks that are also sanctuaries for natural darkness to preserve their incredible starry nights. And some of the biggest parks in the US, such as Big Bend, Arches, Death Valley and Glacier are already dark sky parks, but it's expected that as light pollution gets worse and worse, heaps more people will be heading to these areas just to lay down and stare at the stars. So guys, that will do us for this week's dose of the Fairly Lame podcast. As always, please make sure to keep sending through all the good environmental news, organizations and innovations that you guys are coming across. Um, and yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Have an incredible rest of the day and we'll speak to you then. See ya.